Welcome to another great episode. We appreciate you being here. We have another great guest, Armida. Armida, tell us a little bit about yourself and what brings you to the industry. Well, when I sold my first house, I had a really great um, realtor. And uh, she was very nice, very professional, very um, uh, made me feel real um, comfortable in the process. I bought my first house when I was 18. So I had it for nine years. And so when I sold it, she was, you know, she just inspired me. She just, just the way she did it. And I thought, well, I don't know. I'm going to go to real estate school, you know, and that was about 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, so, but I'm born and raised here and um, fourth generation um, native here in Arizona. Uh, My father was um, a city of Phoenix uh, firefighter and Vietnam veteran. And we grew up in the West Valley. So um, that's where I mostly concentrate on, you know, what I do, um, finding people new homes and um, just uh, keep trying to keep track with all the developments and all the builders out there. So um, I also did, um, I worked for lawyers for tw- 20 years. Lawyers title? Um, no, lawyers. Oh, lawyers. lawyers. Civil lawyers. litigation okay. um, lawyers. So I learned a lot with um, um, legal language, okay. yeah. negotiation, um, contract disputes and stuff like that. Okay. So that really helps me with, um, you know, understanding Especially dealing with builders, right? Yeah. All, the, all that paperwork. All the language, yes. Okay. I kind of like paperwork. I don't know. It's, it's weird, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. So um, when you, you're the agent that kind of inspired you, she sold you your home and also sold the home for you? Um, she sold my home and the one that I purchased um, was um, a friend from our church okay. who needed to move out of state. And, you know, so it, it was just, just a God thing. Out, right? It was just a God thing. They needed to sell. Out. I needed to buy. And my whole, my home sold pretty fast. It was a good market at the time. So, um, but yeah. So I'm always wondering, um, especially in that nine year period, how often an agent keeps in touch with you. So I was wondering if, the, if she sold the home to you and then sold it for you. So, but how do you, how do you keep in touch with your people once they've sold, once you've kind of presented them their first, maybe many times their first home, correct? Yeah. How do you go about keeping in touch with them? Yeah, well, every home that I um, sell or have any uh, business with, really, um, friends, family, um, I um, just keep them on my mailing, um, once a year at least, but I also, throughout the year, at least like three times, um, send them um, something in the mail or email, a message. Um, so I don't like to forget about people and just to, you know, you get to know people with their family and what they're into. And a lot of times there's something, some common ground that you could, you know, check up on. You know, I have people that, you know, make, uh, crafts or, you know, make salsa or something, you know, that I, that I need in my life. (laughs) Any re- uh, reason to stay in touch? Yeah, right? okay. yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I think we were speaking a little, a couple of weeks ago about new bills, and mm-hmm. there was a you were speaking about some of the pitfalls that are happening right now. Do you, mm-hmm. will you kind of talk a little bit to that? Some of the things you're seeing with with new bills and what's going on. 
Yeah. Um, I also want to say that um, uh, back when I first started, too, I, um, I was mentored by um, the person that um, uh, founded the uh, new home concepts in the mall. Okay. You know, okay. when it was just a, you know, a storefront um, store there that you can walk in and all, you know, Pulte, Richmond, you know, all the builders had their, you know, like an ad there. And then you could just like, you know, while you're shopping for your clothes, you can shop for a house in the mall. Interesting, right. That was 1984. Wow. Yeah, Paradise Valley Mall. Um, His name was Mark Arns. um, And he did that for quite a while, for almost like 10 years. That's Uh, an interesting niche. Yes, worked with the builders for that. And he also wanted to, you know, incentivize um, the uh, process where you know, he would, um, you know, tell the builders how, uh, how much traffic all the malls were at that time, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. to give um, you him a reason to, you know, advertise there. Right. Um, but, you know, the builders started to do their own thing. Um, so he went um, and opened his own brokerage, okay. which is New Home Information Center. Okay. okay. So, um, I ended up um, hanging my license there with him for, for a while and um, really um, taught me a lot about, you know, um, relationships with the builders. Um, and um, he had it really good. Sometimes, I mean, the builders would come to his office wow. yeah, and, and say, we'll give, right, right. And he, they would say, we'd give you 6%, you know. You know, just hand all our information here. You're the new home information center. So that inspires me to uh, be a new home information center. Now, um, so kind of the new, the new, new yeah. home information center. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I'm always out and about looking for the deals, um, uh, what the builders are doing, how they're selling, who they're selling, you know, to. As far as, you know, you got to get in line right now. Okay. Um, some builders are, um, you know, having you um, be put in a drawing. So what does that look like? Yeah. So you get qualified with their lender, with the builder's lender, and then you, um, uh, every week, they'll release, well, every two weeks, one builder in particular will release like two um, uh, lots per week and you got to be qualified and then you tell them if you want to be entered in the drawing. So the drawing could be 40 people, 60 or 100 people in that drawing. So it, you just... Wow. And are they you bidding get on picked. it as well? Bidding the price up or is it just um, the price and then they whoever picks? One particular builder is um, having you bid on the smaller um, floor plans. Okay. The least expensive homes. I don't know why. Wow. So Maybe you're to avoid that home. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. So you're having to bid on that, and um, they are giving preference to um, um, not first-time buyers, but um, people that are primary going to be their primary residents, okay. Okay. as opposed to an investor or cash buyers. So that is a really good. Um, uh, aspect of buying new homes is that 
you, you're going to be in the drawing. If you're qualified, you're going to be in the drawing. And you're not going to be put behind, you know, the cash buyer or, um, you know, the investor that's just going to buy it to rent it out. Okay. So that, that helped me to help my client to right. say, you know, you know that you're not going to be like kind of like outbid here. Makes sense. Makes yeah. Sense. So, so the, when um, once they're under contract, are the prices increasing now, or how do how do they do? Like, how do they control that? I guess the aspect of the building. Right. Well, when you um, once you're qualified, once you uh, do a contract on that price of that home, they pretty much um, some builders are specking out, so they will add all their um, packages, their upgrades. Um, and they've put it all in the price, including the lot premiums too, because that's another um, thing that some builders are doing. They are um, having you bid on the lot. Wow. So even before, not building, uh, bidding on a floor plan, but you're bidding on the lot. Okay. So, and it goes to highest and best. Um, I haven't seen what they're doing. Um, is it 5,000 over, 10,000 over, okay. what the builder has already set as a premium. And it could be between five and 10,000 per um, lot, a premium. Wow. So, and that has to be tacked on to your base price. Okay. So, um, and that's, you know, surprise, you know, that could, that's Buckeye. That's not just, you know, um, in certain areas, so. It's just builder specific on what they're doing. Okay. Um, and that's where I go and research and find this all out once I have a buyer and I know what they could, you know, qualify for, you know, what their time frame is. And speaking of time frame, build time is a little longer right now. How, how long are we, are we thinking here? Um, it used to be six to eight months. Okay. Now it's about eight to ten. Okay. Mm -hmm. So are you putting people like in a, a rental for now and... Once they're up, they you're getting the, you're getting the home done. Yeah, it depends on what their situation is. If they're first-time buyer, usually if they're already in a rental or they're living with family, um, if they have a home to sell, um, the other thing too, a solution for that is they can um, participate in the Knock program. Okay. That HomeSmart is um, uh, contracted with Knock. Okay. which is, I, have you heard yeah, of Knock? Yeah, if you mind just talking to, you, mm -hmm. are you, have you used it at all? Or? No, not yeah. yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to because I know that um, it's up to six months um, that Knock will allow the um, seller to stay in the home and go buy another one. Um, That's and a good little thing. Yeah, yeah with that six month um, time frame though, with the build time, um, they're having to, um, stay in the home longer and knock is allowing them to lease it back to them mm. okay so they're you know they're they're changing and and adapting to you know what our industry is you know because of the build time um i don't know the shortage of workers the cost of labor i don't know all that stuff i hear different things right. of why our prices are the way they are and why they're taking you know, the time that they're taking. So, um, but yeah, so. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's uh, pretty informative and handy. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, you, as a, I think as a buyer, you don't want to be going around, jumping around to all these builders trying to figure out who's doing what and what has the offer. So it's great, great solution. Yeah. 
So tell me, when you're a little girl growing up in the valley, did you think that that's what you'd be doing, trying to find people homes, or what? What was your, what was your idea what of was a my dream, dream job? Yeah. <laughs> I'm living the dream, Marlo. Okay, all right. <laughs> so you did dream of this. <laughs> no, um, that's funny. Um, I always wanted to be a teacher. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I feel in a lot of ways this is it's it's education. Mm -hmm. You know, you're teaching people you know, how to be, um, make informed decisions right. and be informed and know what you're walking into. A lot of people don't know buying a new home. And that's the other thing too is um, a lot of people don't know that it doesn't cost to have a realtor represent you with the builder. I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah, people don't know and people think, oh, I don't need a realtor because it's gonna cost me more money than I have to save all this money to buy a new house, no. Most times, and times are changing a little bit with what the builders are paying, and some builders are not paying at all. But we all know that, and um, it's not going to stop me from, you know, allowing somebody to, you know, connecting somebody to a home. It never has, you know. Um, but to have somebody with all the education to know what the builder's doing, what they require, um, what the time frame is, what you have to do to get in on the list, the wait list, the drawing, the lottery, I don't know, what, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that is, um, why wouldn't you have a representative, right. you know? Makes sense, yeah. makes sense. So in your dream of teaching, uh, was it a teacher that reached you in that way or you just, you just felt that that was where you wanted to go? Yeah, I don't know. It was it was just always, you know, in inside me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, who inspired you most growing up? Oh gosh, um, I guess I had a lot of good teachers and okay. mentors in my life. Anyone in particular that sent you on the way, and you're like, man, I, I couldn't have been who I am without that person. Probably my business um, teacher. Okay. At uh, Metro Tech. Okay. Well, what was that? <clears throat> what was that person like? She was very, um, very instructive, very, um, uh, made you responsible um, and had you take your, your class serious. Um, administrative support is what the, the class was. So it was just clerical, typing, you know, business letters, language, spelling, you know, everything that you needed to do to, you know, work in an office. Um, and, yeah, Ellen Irving Furch is her name. So I've tried to find her. So if you're watching, um. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you are. Yeah. I always think it's so interesting where we find light, you know, where we find hope and things mm -hmm. in a, you know, a, a clerical class, right? That you mm -hmm. can find that there. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's, I just always think that's fascinating. Yeah, she uh, she she would always sign me up. She I went to a couple of uh, FBLA. Um, conferences, Future Business Leaders of America. Okay. So that was in high school. It was fun. I mean, it was just about your um, skills and test scores and um, your commitment to to learn, you know, the class and get good grade and I don't know, show some leadership skills. Awesome, so, awesome. It was fun. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing sharing that. Um, so, uh, I just just thinking about you know, 
your business and, and what drives you and, and who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, do you kind of have a driving philosophy or, or what would that be for, for you and something that you're always teaching people, I guess, or you're always saying? Um, I'm real big on just self-sufficiency okay. to, be in de- to be independent, um, learn as much as you can, um, skills pay the bills. People, some people say, um, but when you find something that you really like and you, you flow in, um, you have just a natural gift. I have a natural gift for just, um, you know, knowledge and um, um, research um, so that you can, I don't know, my, my mind works kind of like an engineer sometimes. I need to know how the whole wheel turns so that I could um, know what aspects and what timing of, of um, you know, to do things and put things into execution, you know, plan it and then, you know, do the execution of it. So, so that's why I, um, um, I just, I know that people, once do you know what you're um, good at, um, it's just gonna come natural and it's gonna actually not feel like work and be fun. When you said, you told me about this interview, I said, is it fun? And you said, yeah, yeah it's going to be fun. fun. Yeah. I said, well, if I don't want to do it, it's not fun. <laughs> of course it's fun. <laughs> um, so you seem like a pretty, you know, actually methodical person and um, thought, thoughtful. Do you consider yourself adventurous? What would be the most, I guess, crazy thing that you feel like you, you've done? Oh, gosh. Legally or illegally? It, it could be. Every, people ask that question. Like, I'm like, if someone asked me that, I'd probably go with something that was very interesting. <laughs> no, I, th- I think this, well, the scariest thing I've done was uh, go on a ride at Knott's Berry Farm. The one that goes all the way up and then drops you. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with that farm. Or the, Knott's Berry it, Farm. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, but that was probably the scariest thing that I've done. Okay. Do you do you um, travel much? You get out of the. Um, no, but I would like to. Okay. What's what's your dream destination? Um, Cabo. Why? Why Cabo? The water. Okay. Just the serenity of it, um, and just to go and. Because I never really I've traveled to Mexico, but I haven't you know seen the really nice parts of it to enjoy it enjoy the people the culture the food and all that just to i don't know that's on my list so right right. okay i haven't been there i gotta get out of the country myself so yeah (laughs) that's on the list as well yeah Yeah, definitely um so do you do you um have anything that you feel like you've regretted doing before or anything looking back in your life you're like man I would change that if I can if I can do that. Oh, wow. How are you getting personal? <laughs> I've been trying to get personal personal this whole time. Oh gosh. Well, um Yeah, I think I would have waited to um you know, have a family okay. and pursued um education. Okay. Um so were, you, kind of, were you very young at the time or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I would have, so it, it's just kind of backwards. You know, when you do things backwards, mm-hmm. you 
do everything, you know, first. And then when you're older, you're like, oh, I need to, you know, you realize you should have got some education and um, grounded yourself a little more so that you can maybe handle some of life's uh, adventures. But, um, yeah, um, and I wish I would have gone to, um, played softball in school. I had scouts calling me for, um, a full ride scholarship. I could have done four years. So talk about that. What? what That's probably a big one. That's a big one. You know, what made you not, not go? What was it? To just stay home, just to be to not go anywhere else and just stay home and want a family. Okay. Mm-hmm. So no one was there you knew, just wanted to be home. Yeah, well okay. just, yeah, cause I, you know, I had, I was gonna get married. Mm-hmm. And so okay. that all, I had, you know, everything planned out, right. but. But life came, life happened, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I wish I would've gone and done the four year and played softball and experience that I I can feel I you know. on that yeah I, I understand I don't know my life would be different right now but I think I would still um, be you know independent um, and um, pursuing some type of you know um, just entrepreneurship right. I think I would still, still still doing what pretty much still doing what you're doing anyway yeah right. yeah okay. yeah yeah, because I have an end goal too. I don't. Um, I mean, I like to. I like where I'm at. I hang my license at Home Smart, but my end goal is to um, have my own brokerage. New I Home Information you. Center. I appreciate you sharing that. New Home uh, Information Center. I, I love or that. In honor of my friend Mark. That's awesome. He was said he was he's he's passed now, but um, he was he did great, and I you know his concept and everything and. I don't know. He always took me on under his wing and trusted me with a lot of, um, you know, his investment decisions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm really close to his family, and um, I don't know. I always thought, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Why not? That's cool. I don't know. I'm rooting for you on that. That's, I'm, I think that's a cool and neat idea. So, awesome. Yeah. Do you get to read much? Um, I read the Bible every day. Okay. That is a, probably the most. All right. Do you have a favorite scripture that you you like? Would you mind sharing? Yeah, Romans eight twenty eight. Okay, what's that say? It is. Um, and you can just it can be <laughs> off the cuff. It doesn't need to be perfect. Um, all things work together for good to those that are the called according to His purpose. I like that. Yes. All things work out, right? They, yeah, they I do. know. That's why. Eventually, yeah. they do. They do. So cool. Yeah, that's. That's where you can be at peace. I like that. All mm-hmm. things eventually work out regardless. So mm-hmm. thank you. I appreciate you sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing a little bit of time with us today. Where can, where can people find you at? At least for now, the Information Center, where, where will we be able to find that? Um, well, I'm, uh, I have a, a Facebook business page, um, okay. and it's called New Home Information Centers. Okay. okay. Yeah. So. Um, can we call you? Yes, 623-999-2244. All right, easy enough. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on, and mm-hmm. it was fun for me. I hope it was fun for you. And yeah. Just thank you. appreciate it. Mm-hmm.